0: Were you a fan of the television show, This Is Us? If so, then you are aware that in the last season of the show, Rebecca sits her family down and has a conversation. It's a great example of three conversations that we all need to have. Conversations that we're going to discuss today. Welcome to Death Becomes Her, the mini cast where we spend five to ten minutes discussing death, dying, and grief from a variety of angles. I'm your host, Lyella Kelly. I'm still talking about This Is Us, so if you weren't a fan, I'm sorry, I will get right to the point. The character Rebecca sat her family down to spell out her wishes. One of the things that was discussed was who would be making final decisions on her behalf. She realized that there was a possibility for her future care to become a contentious matter. That differing opinions regarding the best course could create difficult situations. This happens all too often. Maybe you're thinking, that wouldn't happen in my family. We work very well together. Perhaps that's true. But when a family is put in the stress pressure cooker that end-of-life care can create, it's not uncommon for people to react in ways that are out of character. One of the ways that we can create a smoother road for ourselves and our loved ones is by having conversations. Specifically, three conversations. Conversation number one. You can get started on this conversation right away because this is a conversation you need to have with yourself. I want you to roll up your sleeves and get down and dirty with death. You may need to grab a notebook because you will likely have some complex, perhaps conflicted feelings and writing them down can be very revealing. Do you have your notebook? At the top of the page, write this sentence. Just three words. I will die. Flowers die, animals die, people die, and you too will eventually die. If you give serious thought to these three little words, you may find it hard to write that tiny yet enormous sentence, and that is okay. For now, that is just a great place to start the conversation. When you're ready, here are a few talking points and prompts to help you continue. What scares you about death? What are some not-so-scary things about death? In your opinion, what is the purpose of a funeral? Would you rather die in an unexpected manner like an accident, or would you prefer to know that your death is coming? What are your dignity boundaries? If you needed help with personal care activities, who would you want to help you Do you want to be cremated, buried at sea, buried in a cemetery, natural burial? What are your preferences? These are some questions to get you thinking about death and dying, to clarify your own feelings and get you more comfortable with the topic in general. There are endless thoughts you could explore. Just start the conversation and see where it takes you. Make note of roadblocks you encounter. Don't allow them to derail you. Just make a detour and come back to them a bit later. Here's another idea. If you're a more visual or artistic person, perhaps you'd find it beneficial to draw this conversation, little drawings or imagery that convey your feelings. Or if you need a little jump start, there are a couple of books that I recommend that are designed to get you thinking about your options. The first is called, I Will Die, A Creative Journal for Mortals by Jessica Featherly. If you find writing to be an effective way to explore your feelings, this is a great option. The second book is called, It's Your Funeral, Plan the Celebration of a Lifetime Before It's Too Late by Kathy Benjamin. It presents a wide array of information in a fun, tongue-in-cheek way while encouraging you to record your own wishes. When you feel like you've reached a point where you're pretty comfortable with your own feelings and wishes, when you feel like you can have a conversation about death without getting super weird, it's time to turn your attention to the other two conversations. Conversation number two. Which people in your life will you likely be caring for as they die? For whom will you likely be making final arrangements? For a lot of us, this is our parents or our partner, but there may be others whom we will care for. We love these people and we want them to have as good a death as possible. For that to happen, we need to know their feelings and their wishes. We need to have a conversation. But for now, put a pin in conversation too, and let's move to number three for a moment. Conversation number three is with the people who will be taking care of you at the end of your life and will be making final arrangements on your behalf. It's conversation two in reverse. Most likely, this is a conversation with your children or again with your partner. Whatever you consider to be a good death, you likely want that for yourself. So you need to make your feelings and preferences known. This isn't information that you want to withhold from others. In order to meet your needs, people need information, and you're the only one who can accurately supply it. Conversations number two and three may seem daunting, and it's true that there are so many roadblocks we could encounter. Fortunately, you've already done some research and worked on your own feelings in conversation one. So you're now in a good place to start these other conversations. It's much easier to have conversations with others, like your parents, for example, if you already have made your own plans. You can say something like, I was working on my end-of-life planning and I was thinking about this. What do you think? That may be enough to get the ball rolling. Let's consider a few more tips to make these conversations a success. First, don't spring this conversation on people. We're out to a nice dinner, relaxing, and boom, death. No, find a way to give people a heads up that you want to have this conversation. Second, share the reasons why you want to have this conversation. You recognize the value of the discussion. Help them to see it as well. Third, it's a conversation, which means it's not a monologue. Be willing to listen and allow them to engage in the conversation, sharing their questions and concerns. This is an opportunity for you to make informed choices together and to share your worries. Last, make room for emotions. Fear, sadness, and tears may be part of the discussion and that is completely okay. Emotions don't need to be hidden. Respond compassionately and patiently. These are some big chores, really big, and you may find them daunting, but don't get overwhelmed. Start with a small piece, complete it, and move on to the next task. In upcoming episodes, we'll be looking at specific aspects of end of life planning, like advanced directives and wills. In the meantime, get started on conversation number one, and as always, remember, talking about death won't kill you. Thank you for listening to The Death Becomes Her minicast. Connect with me, Lylella Kelly, at www.LeavingWellMT.com. Special thanks to Roman B-Love for our intro and outro music. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, talking about death won't kill you. I promise.